I'm Rita Johnson, owner of Divine Mercy Nutritional Care, and I want to talk to you today about fasting. Fasting is something that can be really often confused and oftentimes applied the same as women and men. So I just want to start off by saying something that's going to sound really silly, but it's really important. Women are not just small men. We are physiologically very different from men. And because of that, sometimes if we're recommended to do something like fasting, we really have to be intentional about things that a man never has to think about. One of those things is, especially if we are trying to conceive or focus on supporting our reproductive health, we should never fast in our post-peak phase. So the post-peak phase is when our body is preparing and beginning to nurture a new life if a baby was conceived at ovulation. So during this time, it's really not advisable to fast, especially if you could potentially be pregnant. Now, I do want to differentiate from a spiritual fasting versus a fast like intermittent fasting or something that you're doing to help support weight loss or to um, support your cellular health, um, really getting that deep detoxification. Spiritual fasting, obviously there's times that we're not in control of when we are asked to fast and pray. A good example of this is for most Christians on Good Friday, they are going to intentionally fast at that time. So even if you are in this post-ovulatory time, I still invite you and welcome you to fast and join the church in that very beautiful spiritual practice. However, if you were every month, every week, um, incorporating intermittent fasting, which is where we restrict our eating hours, then I do want you to be intentional about not doing that as strictly during your post-ovulatory time. So this may look something like instead of doing a six-hour eating window earlier in your cycle, Perhaps in your post-ovulatory time, you decide to do an eight-hour eating window. So allowing for your body to have more time to really access those nutrients it needs to be able to be fueled properly, to produce those proper amounts of sex hormones, and also to gear up for that inflammatory response, which is what our menstruation is. So even if you have not conceived that cycle, it's still very supportive of our hormonal health to not fast in the post-ovulatory time. Now... Does this mean women shouldn't fast at all? Absolutely not. We can be fasting and really intentional about really incorporating some of the health benefits of fasting as well as the spiritual benefits throughout our cycle. Um, if we're in a different season where we're nursing, then I really encourage you to find ways to creatively fast. This oftentimes might look like not eating meat, but it could even be not having cream in your coffee or not having salt on your eggs. Whatever that looks like for you, just know that that can also be a very beautiful, very efficacious form of fasting, especially when we're talking about it from the spiritual sense. The last note I want to say on fasting is to be really intentional. If you are restricting your hours or you are restricting your calories on certain days of the week, be intentional about incorporating adequate amounts of protein before, after, or in the middle of your fast if you're doing an intermittent fasted window, and also electrolytes. I oftentimes see people feel very depleted. They'll have headaches. They'll be lightheaded or dizzy, and this can be a sign that you need to replenish those electrolytes. I am a big proponent of having an electrolyte supplement. I do definitely also incorporate healthy salts like Celtic sea salt or pink Himalayan sea salt, but really being sure that we're getting that full spectrum of electrolytes. So all of the phosphorus, potassium, the sodium that our body needs to really be able to be replenished and feel good even when we're in a fasted state. 
If this video was helpful for you, I hope you'll like and subscribe for more content from me. I also have a book that I would love to give you five reasons that you might know it's time to break up with your doctor. And it also gives you next steps on where to go if you have decided to make the leap and go to a different practitioner.